Welcome to the Awaken to Empower podcast, the show for heart-centered entrepreneurs who wish to fully step into their power and make a bigger impact in this world. If you're ready to awaken to and embrace who you are and step into your purpose so you too can manifest the business and life that you desire, then you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, Transformation Success Coach and Akashic Record Guide, here to support amazing entrepreneurs like you on their journey of awakening to who they are, of stepping into their power as they start living their life on purpose, of making the impact that they are here to make, and creating a successful and thriving business that is in complete alignment with who they are. Now allow me to be your guide that shines light onto the path that is in front of you so you too can move forward, empowered, and confident as you make the difference that you are here to make. Are you ready for that? Hi there, welcome back to another episode. Gotta ask you something. Are you on your spiritual path and you're wondering why is it so challenging and maybe it even knocks you off your course sometimes? Well, in today's episode, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about how to gracefully deal with your spiritual awakening because I see it over and over again that so many people are struggling. They're so challenged and often feel lost when you know the spiritual awakening kicks in and often they don't even really know either what to do, how to deal with it without really going crazy, going totally bananas, losing their mind, or even moving into resistance because their spiritual awakening and everything that they're experiencing is so painful which only caused them actually to be more challenged and in and it turns more painful because resistance means you know you're kind of getting stuck and you're trying to push against it and stuff so you know there's so many people that i've seen you know so many entrepreneurs so many you know people that are awakening that are really challenged and like i'm in a few spiritual awakening facebook groups and one of the things that i often see is how challenged people are and it, it really breaks my heart. And like, there were even times when I saw like, I'm also in an empath group. Because when I first found out that I'm an empath, I mean, I was lost. I didn't know what to do with all that. I mean, my coach, she had dropped this bomb on me like, hey, have you ever thought about that you might be an empath? And I thought it was some kind of illness that I have that I really didn't want. And once I, once she shared more with me, once I did some research, I mean, everything started to make sense why I felt the way I felt. But then I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with that? I'm so sensitive. You know, now I know why I feel the way I feel when I go to Walmart or do certain things or when I'm around certain people but I'm like how do I how do I deal with it and I was so challenged initially as well that I was lost I thought I was you know going you know developing bipolar because one day I was like yay and the next day I'm like I just want to cry go in bed and don't want to come out and it was just so bad right and I've seen so many people especially like in those Facebook groups as well that are really challenged and unfortunately some they don't embrace their spiritual awakening but they do reach for those numbing substances whether it's alcohol you know some even drugs some completely go into resistance and they're really you know stepping back instead of embracing this and that's why today i really want to talk a little bit more about how you can gracefully deal with your spiritual awakening because i truly believe a spiritual awakening is the best thing that can happen to you because you discover the truth of who you are because you see the thing is soul came here to have an experience right 
your soul came into this lifetime to have certain experiences. But the thing is, you had to forget how divine you are. So at birth, you had to forget because otherwise you wouldn't have been able to have those experiences. Also not learn the life lessons you were meant to learn that will help you reach your, your destination, where you're meant to go. And at one point in your life, soul is like, okay, I had enough experience. I want you to wake up now. It's time to wake up. And it also, then the time comes where you're actually meant to wake up, to really step into your purpose of rediscovering the truth of who you are so you can then, then embrace your mission in this lifetime. Now, I get a lot of people that come to me, they want to know what is their life purpose. And funny enough, basically every time when I give a reading, what comes up is that you have got to awaken to, to the truth of who you are in order to embrace and step into your mission in this lifetime. You don't step into the mission or your life purpose by, you know, finding out what it is that you're meant to do, but it's you becoming that person, you're awakening to that person that then steps into what you are meant to do. So at one point in your life, you have this major spiritual awakening, you know, you, something happens. Um, I mean, a lot of people, they have it later in life, but I've also seen people that have had spiritual awakenings early in life. And I've also seen people and all some of my clients, they've had their gifts all their life. So if you're just in this phase right now, you're just barely waking up, or maybe you have been awakened for a long time, and maybe you've, you've had your gifts all your life. Either way, you are right where you're meant to be. But you see, the thing is, a spiritual awakening, what usually happens is when you have that spiritual awakening, and usually it's not just one, and then ta-da, you're awake. No, it's usually multiple ones. I don't even remember how many I had, because it's like you awaken to a you go deeper and deeper with each awakening. You remember more of who you are. You then discover your gifts. You find out about, you know, who you are at soul level. You find out about your mission in life, your soul plan, what you are meant to do. And with each spiritual awakening, you discover more of who you are. Think of it as like you, you're peeling back the layers of an onion in order to get to the core right? It's the same thing. Each of those awakenings is like that layer that's being pull, uh, pulled back, that's being peeled away in order to get to the, to, to the core, right? So you may have multiple spiritual awakenings in your, in this lifetime in order to really get to the core of who you are. But with each one, you realize more of how divine you are, how amazing you are, how many gifts you have, how, you know, how important you are to, you know, to humanity of what you're here to do, of what you bring to the table. And that's why I'm always so upset when I, when I hear people that are really challenged with their spiritual awakening, that they are going into resistance, that they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to have their gift. They just want to get rid of it. They don't want to, they just want to be normal. And I find it, I mean, it's the best thing that have ever happened to me when my coach dropped the bomb on me. Yes, it was not an easy journey. Believe me, these past four years had been one heck of a roller coaster ride. But now when I look back, I would not want to be who I was back then. 
I was so emotionally disconnected. I was so shut down. I had this huge major wall around me. Didn't let yet let anyone get close to me. I had so many inner wounds that I had to heal. And all of that that I had been through over the last four years helped me to rediscover who I am. And you know what? I'm loving what I'm discovering. So it really breaks my heart whenever I see people really going into resistance and, you know, doing, ignoring their gifts or wishing they didn't have them. Because I truly believe if you embrace it, it could, it is the best thing that could ever happen to you. Because you see, the thing is, if you don't wake up, if you don't have those spiritual awakenings, you stay so disconnected to the truth of who you are. You stay asleep. You're not authentically you. You also then don't do what you're meant to do. That's, and usually when you are deeply asleep, you're also often struggling in so many areas of your life, whether it's abundance, you know, the career, maybe you're stuck in a career that you really don't like, but you're just kind of sticking with it because well, it pays the bills, right? And that's what society teaches you, get a job and then work until you're old and then retire and all these different things, right? But you're not following your heart's calling. So you end up always feeling disconnected to life, to yourself, to who you are. And you're always wondering, you're always looking for, you know, to fill that hole within you, but nothing really seems to fit. And usually when you awaken, usually you discover your gifts and that work that you are meant to do is meant of, is to be of service to humanity. It's of helping others in some way, shape or form. Now, a lot of the clients that come to me for an Akashic Record reading around their life purpose, now the majority, I think about 99% of my clients that come to me, their purpose has something to do with healing, helping others, and bringing back the light in the world. It's, you know, especially as spiritual people, as empaths, as light workers, I mean, our purpose is of the healing, of the nurturing, of the supporting, of making a change, making the impact. And we are meant to use our divine gifts for the greater good, right? You're not meant to be in a regular job, you know, like a desk job, an admin job, or doing whatever in sales or whatnot. You are meant, if you're here listening, I am pretty much certain that your purpose in this life, your mission in this life is of the healing art whether it is through speaking, through the healing touch, through empowering, through helping people uncover their limiting beliefs, to activate them, whatever it is. But it is of, in the realms of being of service to humanity, helping others in some way, shape and form that feels right to you. I truly believe that because us empath and light workers, that's what we're here to do. We are meant to make an impact. We are meant to help others. And especially now with everything that's going on. I mean, I had so many people coming to me for an Akashic Record reading, for even also the light language to help them heal because they knew deep down more is possible for them, but they had no idea what that is or what direction to go into. And each and every one of them, their mission in life had something to do with being of service to humanity in whatever way, shape and form that was uh, right for them. So I want to invite you, don't, don't resist 
your spiritual awakening because it will lead you to a life that you can't even imagine yet. I mean, if you would have told me four years ago how my life is unfolding over these next four years and how I would feel the way I feel right now, <laughs> I would have not believed you. And it has been, even though it has been one heck of a challenging journey these last four years, it was also the most transformative, life-changing years I have ever experienced. And I am, I cannot wait to see where else I'm going, where, where I'm gonna be at in five years from now, because I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna keep moving forward. And I wanna invite you, allow yourself to move forward. Because then also, I mean, I truly believe our spiritual happen, our spiritual awakening is happening either we want or we don't. But the thing is, if you allow it to unfold, it is so much easier than if you are in resistance because that's what makes it painful. You see, when you resist the awakening, what is meant to happen anyways, that's what makes it painful. It's the lessons that you are meant to learn. It will also help you then step into your mission. It's also often necessary. Now, I give you an example for this. Now, for me, as I have shared with you before, I, my biggest challenge was around, you know, struggling to grow my business and the financial aspects. These, like the financial one was really the, the challenge. No, actually, I think both of them were really basically on the same level because my business wasn't going anywhere. And so financially, I was struggling really bad. So I think they kind of like go on the same level. But in last year, when I couldn't work, you know, my business wasn't going anywhere because I had gotten hurt. It didn't make any money. So for me, that was like my me going to college to learn how to be abundant, how to let go, how to surrender, how to create my business in a way that feels good to me. Okay. So that was my life lesson last year was all about that. So this year I, once I really learned how to surrender, how to allow, how to feel abundant, I haven't had financial challenges all year long. And money comes out of all these different areas that I'm like, okay, why didn't it come earlier, right? But see the things I have to learn that. Same with my business. I used to do all the things that I was meant to do that these gurus teach you, but nothing worked because I was so disconnected to a lot of those different things like social media. It's just, I don't like it. It doesn't feel right to me. So, well, this year I learned I only do what feels right. Now I'm building my business in ways that feels right. Now my podcast feels amazing. I love it. I do it my way. And even the other things I do in my business, I do it in a way that feels good to me. So I grow my business in ways that feel right. I don't listen to all these gurus telling you gotta have these omnipresence and do all these different things because just the thought of it feels very overwhelming to me. So I choose not to do that. I choose to allow things to unfold the way they're meant to. And so far, each month I get new clients. So what I mean with that is about the life lessons. You know, before I really learned to surrender and trust and allow, I was in resistance. I thought I had to make stuff happen. I thought I had to do all these things to create success, to make money. But I was in resistance because I had always learned about law of attraction and allowing and surrendering, but I wasn't there. So I had to learn a lot of lessons that taught me rather painfully 
to finally listen, to listen within, that if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. And to allow and to trust, knowing that everything is going to be all right. And that's what I mean. It's like you have lessons to learn in your life as well, because these lessons then will help you move forward in your life. Now, the lessons that I learned about abundance, about, you know, letting go, surrendering and all of that and growing my business in a way that feels good. Guess what? That is what I'm here to do. I help people awaken to that part within them to trust, to let go, to awaken, to step into their power. And that also then means creating the life and the business, the success, the abundance that they want. But I had to learn for myself first. You can't learn these things in a book. Yeah, you can read about it, but you won't deeply understand it until you learn it. It's the same thing if you want to go get a job, right? You kind of need to go go through school first to learn the job for the most most times in, in order to do a good job in your, in your in your career, right? Well, it's the same thing with your mission in this life. You have to learn the lesson in order to really understand. See, if I would have never experienced the financial hardship and the challenge in my business, I would not understand what other people are going through. And I've seen it left and right. A lot of entrepreneurs heart-centered entrepreneurs, spiritual entrepreneurs, they're not valuing themselves. They are not making the money that they could be making. They're not making the impact they could be making. They are doing all the wrong things because they think they have to, and they are not standing in their power. See, and I know that because I've been there. And that's what I mean. You have to learn certain lessons in order to then step into what you are meant to do. Because all of those life lessons that you are meant to learn are part of the bigger picture. But the problem is they can also cause you to resist because challenges, hardship, it's hard to, for many to just trust and surrender and allow, right? But so you go into resistance. So resistance to awakening is what makes it so painful. Resisting the life lessons you're meant to learn instead of seeing the greater gifts within it. And I've had many clients who I shared with them about, uh, like recently I've gotten some clients that require, that ask about certain challenge that they're experiencing. And they were so stuck in holding on to it instead of seeing the greater gift within the challenge. Like I've had so many horrible things that happened to me. Uh, my ex, you know, bringing me to from Germany all the way over here, dumping me two months later and putting me through hell, not paying child support for 10 years and all of those different things. But you see, the thing is, yes, I could th- sit here and be the victim of the situation and say, oh, he's so horrible. He's such a deadbeat dad and yada, yada, yada. And I wish I would never got married to him and blah, blah, blah. But no, I actually see the gift within him. Because if I wouldn't have been with him, I would have, for one, would have never had my son. Yeah, I maybe would have had a different child, but I wouldn't have had my son. I would have maybe never came to the States. Because of all the challenges that I've gone through with him, I discovered my path of personal development because I had healing to do. Believe me, I had lots of healing to do. So it would, I would not be who I am today. I would probably not even be doing the things that I do today. So I allow myself to see the gifts within the challenge, within the lesson. Even last year when I had gotten hurt, I allowed myself to see the gift within it. I allowed myself to stand in my power instead of being the victim of the situation. 
And it's hard sometimes. I mean, it's not easy to really, you know, see the, the greater truth within whatever's going on. And like I said, all that causes resistance. And also the resistance to change is also what makes the spiritual awakening so uncomfortable because you have to uncover the truth, right? You have to realize that, well, maybe you've been in lack and limitation for quite some time. You probably have believed a bunch of lies that, well, you're not good enough. You're not ready to get started. You're not, you can't make money doing what you love and, or the spiritual stuff is all weird or whatever. You probably, probably picked up on a lot of lies that society taught you. You learn growing up about making money is hard and those type of things. And you see, when you have all these realizations that, you know, you have been in lack, you have been in limitation, you have believed lies, you have maybe even self-sabotaged your, yourself from moving forward. All of that also can cause resistance because you're realizing, well, you know, I've done that to myself. You know, having to take that responsibility, also very challenging. But then also realizing that there's a greater unseen power at play, like there's spirit guides, un the universe, God, source, angels, and all of that. All of that, that's really not normal. It doesn't fit into the box of normal. That too can cause resistance because you're realizing that whatever you've believed up until this point, there's so much more out there. I cannot tell you, like, when I really learned more things about the spiritual side, about the spiritual awakening, about the angels, the channeling, and all of that stuff, the experience that I had, I mean, I cannot tell you that sometimes I was sitting here, I'm like, am I going crazy? I mean, is this really real? My ego mind didn't really like that. Because you see, the thing is, your ego, your personality lives in 3D. It lives in lack and limitation. And in, through your spiritual awakening, you're being uplifted. And you also need to uplift into the 5D of uh, fifth dimensional arena so you can start to believe, to trust, to allow. Your ego doesn't believe in believing in this higher power to trust in the unseen and to just allow, right? I, I cannot tell you how many times I was, I was challenged with this whole surrendering as well because I was like, I got to believe that the universe is going to support me. I mean, shoot, I've been here on my own all these years. You know, I got to make it happen. I can't just trust in an unseen power to take care of me. But you see, the thing is, that's 3D way of talking. That's ego being in limitation. And you're not your ego. You are divine. You have it within you to learn, to trust, to allow, to tap into the infinite possibilities. But that's not happening in 3D. You really have to raise your, uplift your, your level of consciousness. You uplift who you are. You awaken to your divine self, to that part within you. And another thing what makes it so difficult is because, I mean, there's so many unknowns, right? I mean, the whole spiritual side, the spiritual awakening, this ascension, the you know, lifting in consciousness, it's so different what you have believed to be of truth up until this point. I mean, of course, if you have grown up with your spiritual gifts, you may be more open to really understanding that. But still, if you're not where you want to be in your life, there's still a lot that you probably believe in that keeps you in lack, limitation, and believing in lies. And I'm not saying this to upset you, but I'm saying this to, to for you to become aware. 
Because all of that, all of what's going on within you, your doubts, your fears, limitation and lack and all of that, the, the unknowns, the fears, all of that, it causes an inner resistance. It causes an inner fear and doubt and all of that that's keeping you from really from, from embracing the spiritual awakening. Like I said, I cannot tell you how many times I thought I was going bananas where I really thought, I mean, is this real? I mean, am I just making this up? Am I, you know, going completely crazy? Especially because sometimes when I was talking to people and I shared with them, you know, because I thought it was pretty amazing. Like, oh, I got energy coming out of my head and I can channel. And, oh my God, this is amazing. And people looked at me like I was totally bananas. And initially I really held back because I was afraid of that, right? I didn't want people to look at me funny. But you see, the thing is, the most important thing you want to understand about spiritual awakening is it's causing an inner dismantling of old paradigms. You, your belief system, your values, everything about yourself, who you believed yourself to be up until this point, everything is being dismantled in order to be rebuilt. Now that like that really fits because that's how I felt last year. When I really hit rock bottom, I felt like I was really completely, you know, taken apart piece by piece to where I was really just shattered in pieces. And then I was being rebuilt. The rebuilding didn't start happening until I really stopped resisting. But spiritual awakenings, that's really what it is. It, it is a dismantling of those old paradigms. So you can start believing in the truth. You know, a new truth, a new way of you step into a new way of being because you start to discover the truth of who you are. And then you also step into and embracing your true self. And like I said, none of that is easy for many. Many are challenged with that, especially if they don't have the help, the support or the guidance especially if you don't have the help as the, the support and the guidance to make this easier. It's especially challenging and extra challenging if your friends, your family don't support you. If they don't believe in all that woo woo stuff, the spiritual stuff, it's all crazy, right? And they think that you may be crazy or that even that they don't understand. That's really the, the one thing that I've seen a lot with my clients is where their family didn't support them. So, you know, unconsciously they were holding themselves back because their family didn't believe them or they started to pick up on and take on their family and their friends beliefs instead of standing in their power. So can you see all of that? You know, how all of that can really make the spiritual awakening so challenging, but I, st I really want to share with you how you can make this easier because for one, I truly believe spiritual awakening, if you are on your, on your path, if you're here, then you've already had at least one or probably many spiritual awakenings, like phases of dark night of the soul, of spiritual awakening, of, oh my God, who am I? What am I here to do? Identity crisis and all of this stuff. And I really want to share with you now how you can make this easy because I truly believe that it is meant to happen either way. Because you're meant to come home. You're meant to uncover the truth of who you are. But the way you get there, that's up to you. You can make it challenging by resisting, 
or you can make it easier. And that's what I want to share with you now. So I want to give you a couple of tips that can really help you make this easy. Now, the first one, and I think that was like the biggest one for me that helped me the most is to find a mentor. That's the best thing that you can do because you see, the thing is, there are a lot of unknowns about this whole spiritual awakening. And I cannot tell you how many times I was bugging my mentor, especially in the beginning phases, when let's say there was a new moon or a full moon or Mercury retrograde, you know, I didn't know these things. So I was just like feeling so off and I'm like, Hey, do you, do you know what's going on? I mean, I'm feeling so weird. Am I going crazy? And she was like, no, don't worry. It's just a full moon. It's a new moon. Mercury's in retrograde, you know, yada, yada, yada. So she really helped me make sense of it all. Because, I mean, I was so fresh. I was, I'm really, I was so green behind my ears. None of this stuff made sense to me. I mean, yes, I had read book and that's also the next thing I, I suggest is read books so you can get a better understanding about the spiritual awakening. Also read about the dark night of the soul because you will have dark experiences of dark night of the soul. Now, when I first heard that, I thought it was like one night of just hitting rock bottom, but no, <laughs> unfortunately it's not. Usually a dark night of the soul, uh, it's, it's a period of time where you're really going through a lot of challenges where it's really that, that dismantling is taking place. You really feel like raw at the end and you feel like you, there's no light at the end of the tunnel usually, right? It, sometimes it can be quite shorter. At other times it may take longer. I mean, I feel like the last three years, like from 2016 to, uh, you know, beginning of this year was all just, you know, one whole period of dark night of the soul because I was, it felt like my guides were, you know, pushing me through this whole awakening, you know, very fast. Like I was going through a crash course. So there was no you know, breathing time in between. It was really just intense. So you may want to read about that too. So you learn about how can you embrace it. So you are weird of whenever you're feeling a certain way that it is for a reason that, that, that you're not going crazy. But that's why finding a mentor is really so important. It helped me so tremendously. Now, another thing, and I mean, that's completely up to you if that's something you want to do or not, but taking a course on spiritual awakening is really powerful. Now I am actually signed up with the University of Sedona to get a degree in spiritual awakening. Now, the reason why I bring this up is I'm not saying get a degree, but just their bachelor degree, they teach you so much about the spiritual awakening. I mean, I'm like, you know, a little more than halfway through and I have learned so much. It's really, it's like the best person development course ever, you know, I think, right? Uh, so it gives, they give you tools. They teach you about the spiritual awakening. Yeah, some of the stuff is a little difficult to understand in ways, but it's really a powerful way for you to learn. So if that's the route you want to go, I highly recommend University of Sedona. Um, and it's actually very inexpensive too, or you can find a different course on spiritual awakening. I mean, there's so many memberships and so many online courses and, and coaches out there that do that, but you know, find something where you can learn more about the spiritual awakening. So you can really embrace that because it makes it so much easier. And then you may also want to find groups of like-minded people. Now, 
there's a good thing about it and there's a bad thing about it. So you really want to be cautious, not whenever you're in a group of people that it stays uplifting and doesn't, you know, stay in negativity because it's okay when you're with, with around people, whether it's like a Facebook group or like a meetup group. Okay. Maybe meetups are a little difficult right now, but if you can find a group of people, like-minded people is so powerful because if you your friends and family don't really get you, they don't really understand you, you can't really talk about these things, makes it difficult because then you hold back. Then you're not really shining your light. You're holding part of who you are back. So if you are surrounded with people that understand, that are also on the spiritual awakening path, makes it so much easier. But there's also a pitfall because like I said, it's so easy to you know stay in negativity because as you're going through the spiritual awakening, you're going to experience a whole lot of stuff. And if you, it's okay to vent, like if you guys get together, it's okay to vent, but it's okay to vent and maybe even talk about your experience to find a way to move forward. But that's the key. You want to try to move forward or otherwise you get stuck. And it's so easy. Like when, when one person says, oh yeah, I had this experience. It was so horrible. And the next one, oh, I got that too. And oh my God, do you believe how painful this is? And it's just like that, that you go down the rabbit hole. So you want to make make it clear that with whoever you get together that it's okay to vent and talk about your experiences but then to really shift and course correct and move forward not stay stuck or not stay in this negative energy because that's when you go into resistance so you may want to be careful with who you surround yourself with make sure they also want to move forward and that they know that Okay, we can vent, we can talk about the experience, but let's figure out how to move forward, right? That's the most important thing because I've seen so many, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I am in a lot of those Facebook groups about spiritual awakening, about empath and stuff. And honestly, I cannot stay in them very long because a lot of them are very negative where people talk about, you know, how they are, you know, so sick and tired of the challenges and, and, and they're really staying in that stuck energy. And I don't like that because I understand spiritual awakening can be painful, but I always look for ways to move forward, to learn from the lesson. And a lot of those people in those groups, I mean, it's so much easier to stay in victimhood than standing in your power and taking responsibility and moving forward. So just be aware of that, right? Because I want you to move forward and not stay stuck. But still, finding people that are kind of like in the same wavelength as you are also who are also on the spiritual awakening path, really powerful. I mean, I have accountability partners. I have my mentor who actually now is my friend and we talk, you know, quite often. So that is very important. Also, my mom, she's on the spiritual awakening path too. So I can talk to her and she understands and she you know, we don't focus on negativity or whatnot. So it's really, really important. But then also, I mentioned earlier, finding a mentor is really powerful, but finding a healer also is very powerful to help you heal the layers of densities, do some inner child work, you know, help you release lack limitation and those beliefs or whatnot, because all of that inner healing will speed up the process and make it easier. Now, if you can find a healer that can also be your mentor, even better, because then you have both at the same time, right? The healer to do the healing, but then the mentor to help you move forward. So even better, because that will really speed up the process. Like I cannot tell you how much, how many healing sessions I've done over the last few years. I mean, I definitely lost count. 
But I also would not be who I am today and where I am today if it wouldn't have been for all the healing because I can only do so much myself because we're often too close to our own stuff to uncover, to realize, to heal or whatnot because, well, we don't really, we're in resistance of uncovering what is the true cause. So it takes practice. And I mean, even me, there are times when I need my mentor, I go have a healing session because there are things that I know I'm stuck in and I can't figure it out, even though I have access to my own records. So that's why working with someone else makes it even makes it easier for you to find out what is really going on. And they can help you, they can assist you in the healing, the releasing and the letting go and really stepping into a new way of being. But then another important thing is take it one day at a time. Now, you cannot rush this. You cannot jump ahead. Everything happens for a reason. Everything is happening to your highest good and greatest good, to your highest and greatest good, and everything happens in divine timing. Not when you want it, but when you are ready to move forward. So take it one day at a time and know that also, Whatever you feel may not even be yours. And what I mean with that is, I'm pretty sure you're probably also an empath. You're very sensitive. You feel, you know, you hear, you know, you have gifts. And the thing with us empaths is if we haven't learned how to protect ourselves, we pick up a lot of stuff that's not even ours. And if you're not even aware of it, you think you're going bananas, but a lot of stuff is not even yours. And I did an episode about uh, the empath's greatest awakening. It's, I think it's episode 83. Listen to that. I share more about that. But you may be feeling or even hearing other people's thoughts, not knowing that you're doing. So it's all on an energetic, on an internal level and on a spiritual level that you are not aware of. So if in one moment you're feeling great and all of a sudden you're feeling anxious and worried and it's like, where did that just come from? that's probably not yours. So here you want to learn to kind of tune in and just ask, is this mine? And then just wait for the answer. If you're getting a no, you're like, okay, return to sender with consciousness attached. Or if you don't even want to send it back to them, just say, I released it into the divine with consciousness and love attached. You want to let it go. It's not yours. And, you know, then afterwards, bathe yourself in, in white light, you know, to really wash away any any leftovers of that energy. But a lot of the stuff that you're feeling, that you're thinking may not even be yours. So just be aware of that, that you're most likely an empath. I mean, most of the, basically every one of the spiritual people that I've met so far, they are empath because they're sensitive, right? They're sensitive to the energy. They're very intuitive. And, you know, the downside of that is that you pick up stuff that's not yours. So you want to become aware of that and then you can choose to let it go. Now, as you can see, I gave you a bunch of tips, but the most important thing is working with a mentor, with a coach, a healer is so beneficial because they can guide guide you through all those ups and downs and lefts and rights and craziness and what am I experiencing and I don't know what to do and I feel lost and all of that. They can help you really make sense of it all. I know for me, that was the biggest and most important thing for me. And if I wouldn't have had my mentors, oh my God, I think I would have definitely went into the crazy bin because 
I would have not been able to make sense of any of the stuff that was going on. And I mean, I did also read a lot of books and whatnot, and I've done courses, and I really educated myself because, well, I wanted to move forward. I didn't like the way I felt. So, you know, I highly recommend find yourself someone that you can work with. And if you would like to work with me, I would love to. You know, you can go to my website, go under work with me, and you can, you know, uh, sign up for an Awaken to Your Power Within a Discovery Session where I also actually do a little bit of healing and I help you work through one, one problem that you're having. So if that's what you would like to experience, head on over to my website or you can email me, info at ksanders.com. We can set up a time. We talk for like 45 minutes to an hour and we'll just, you know, go with the flow and see what comes up. And if then you want to decide to work with me, we can definitely talk about that. But, you know, even if it's not me, but I highly recommend find someone. Find someone that you can work with, a mentor, a healer, a coach that can help you heal on deeper levels, that can help you really stand in your power and awaken to the truth of who you are and really move forward so you can, you know, gracefully deal with all that stuff that comes with a spiritual awakening. But one thing that I want you to understand is that, and also one thing my guides want me to share with you is that it is to your highest good. The spiritual awakening that you're experiencing, that you have experienced in the past, it was to your highest and greatest good. It is to your highest and greatest good. It's not meant to derail you or cause you pain and challenges. It's meant to wake you up. It's the best thing that can ever happen to you if you allow it and, you know, also if you have the right kind of support. But it is not meant to hurt you. Like I mentioned earlier, what makes it so painful is our resistance towards the awakening, towards the realization that, hey, we've lived in lies. We believed in all kind of lack and limitation and that's why our life is the way it is right now. And realizing that is so powerful. But like I said, it also causes resistance. So I hope I was able to give you some good insights as far as you know how to really deal with the spiritual awakening. I hope you'll try some of the things that I mentioned. And I really hope you embrace it instead of resist it. Like I said, it's going to be the best thing that you could ever do for yourself. Because when you come out on the other end you will look back and you will realize it was so well worth it. So keep moving forward. And like I said, if you would like my help, just email me, info at or go to my website, go to work with me and you know sign up for an Awaken to Your Power Within uh, Discovery session. And let's just start a conversation, see what I can do to support you. Okay? So thanks so much for listening. I will talk to you again in the next episode. Until then, make an amazingly abundant, successful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, if you enjoyed what you have heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and also follow the show on your favorite listening platform just to make sure that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And also, if you would like some extra motivation, guidance, or support to help you step into your power and finally manifest the amazing business and life that your heart desires, or if you would like to just get more information about this podcast, then visit me at ksanders.com and also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Now, I appreciate you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazingly abundant and successful day.